0: Ah, here we are in another moment in time with another amazing, magical guest. And before we get started and dive in, let's just take a moment to appreciate the gratitude this moment in here in time. And when you're ready, closing your eyes, allowing yourself to just feel this moment in your body. We're going to take some deep breaths together. So when you're ready, inhaling through your nose, exhaling, inhaling, exhaling, inhaling, exhaling, exhaling, tolle a poceia ondeia com chea politeia olê com chea Allowing this energy to move through you, to expand your heart, your mind, and your body. Allowing yourself to feel the essence, the presence of love that you are right here in this moment. When you're ready, coming back into your body, allowing yourself to bring this awareness, this this feeling, into this now moment. And when you're ready, gently open your eyes. Ah, I'm coming back. Ah, So today's amazing guest is Soleil. I am so excited to have you here in this beautiful moment. And I think we lost her. So I'm gonna stop the recording. Oh Hello. Oh, there <laughs> awesome. I was like, well, you know what? I love this like raw this is raw, like, you know, get the energy going. Oh, (laughs) are we stopping it? Nope, we're not. Just kidding. Just
1: Going with the current, going
0: to flow. (laughs) Going with the current, current reality, right? Yeah. Mm. So welcome Soleil. Thank you so much for being here. And so if you could just, let's just dive into your spiritual journey, where it started and where it is in this now moment.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I I was so gifted to have a mother who was sort of the container for me to find spirituality. Um, She was very attuned to her own spirituality, very much on her own spiritual path. And, um, you know, with the sort of basic and fundamental understanding that spirituality is not a one size fits all. And so uh, what she did was kind of just hold the space for me to figure out what that meant on my own while kind of simultaneously normalizing the spiritual journey from start to finish. So, um, I was introduced at a very young age. Uh, I kind of joke that I learned counting through angel numbers and synchronicities was just sort of, you know, our basic language and um, very, very fortunate to have had her and someone as a guide on my journey from the very beginning. Um, I say had because she passed about five years ago now. Um, But yeah, you know, and the other thing about the spiritual journey, and it's interesting when it's sort of written in from the beginning to have such the normalization of this kind of ethereal way of being because it's so normal that you don't even realize how sort of quote-unquote abnormal it is still in society. And so it took me some time to kind of live from the space of knowingness and truth that I cultivated in my relationship with her and then kind of go into schooling and realize, oh, wow, not everybody heals themselves <laughs> and like kind of lives and sort of um, ethereal truths. And then kind of, you know, find my way kind of navigating through it and figuring out what it meant for me and how I was going to relate to and show up in this way um, and kind of step away from it for a while and come back to it. And then personally had sort of what I consider my spiritual awakening was like 2012, where I had this weekend that just really sort of disrupted my foundational way of being. And I came into this realization that I have to somehow step into some purpose and mission that absolutely was gonna maybe change the trajectory of my timeline certainly and ideally and hopefully the timeline of humanity wherein we can become more spiritual beings and more attuned to this way of life. And it was then that I really kind of took on my work as a healer, what actually happened was I decided like, I have to kind of change the world. And so I literally Googled master's program for changing the world. Cause obviously that's what you do <laughs> <laughs> and got into a master's program for social change at Pepperdine. Um, I had my bachelor's already at this point and um was going to go to school in that capacity long story short the program got um delayed a semester so i ended up house sitting and my master's program most uh, most definitely ended up being sort of this journey in house sitting and traveling where i was meditating like three to five hours a day really diving into my spirituality and my inner beingness and meeting the depths and layers of myself, um, which kind of helped me a understand sort of healing myself, which, you know, has been the foundation of my being a healer. I- um but then you know really understand the work within myself and being able to describe it firsthand um, in you know how how it works and how it navigates and how to find it and then guide people along that journey. so since two thousand and twelve I've kind of had my head down in this kind of very dedicated space to my mission my path and my work as a healer and a meditation teacher and a priestess now and and um, I'm all in. You know, I actually have um, been single since then. I my my whole life has just kind of wrapped itself around my purpose. I feel now I'm at a place where I could I'm more open to relationship and such. But I've been very much like kind of um blinders on, head down. Like I gotta I gotta figure this out first and really build my foundation before I feel like I'm gonna be ready to exist in the world in a way that I feel fulfilled and sort of spiritually satisfied. So that's I think I'm pretty much there now.
0: <laughs> oh, I love that so much. And when you're sharing that, like. Like I'm getting goosebumps because I really feel um, like the energy that I feel from you is just this grounded like really a, a knowing like a- of this multi-dimensional being of knowing like who you are at the core and it's so amazing that, you got to have like these foundational things like as a child and even though maybe you weren't really like you didn't put it all together like amazing if you could have become a healer at four years old right like I mean I think now the children probably can step into this but like having that base and then being able to like really kind of go back to that in your journey can you talk more about like that moment where you really felt like, okay, like it's time for me to really like put on this like human suit and really dive in and really start doing the things that I really feel called to do.
1: Yeah, you know, interestingly enough, um, it was in 2012, I had already gotten my bachelor's degree, I actually went for a weekend to visit a friend in LA. And there was a number of kind of very synchronistic, very palatable things that happened in that weekend. And one of them um, was I found for the first time Buddhism, which translates now just into me chanting is something I do daily. Um, I don't affiliate with any particular religion necessarily, although I totally resonate with many of the Buddhist philosophies still, especially as a meditation teacher, but, it was that weekend that something just shifted. And at the time I was actually working at uh, an eating disorder recovery center as a counselor. And we were, I was working out of a program where people had to be there 12 hours a day, seven days a week. And it was, you know, in essence on some level, you know, we're really helping these people uh, um kind of in essence kind of saving people from themselves right and it was just this deep dark, kind of a dark space and it was very difficult to navigate those spaces and my fundamental question was always like how do we get to this place where we as humans are so unhappy um and you know what really drives fundamental unhappiness and why you know because on the other side of and being so deeply entrenched already in spirituality. I know how whimsical and magical the world is and I live from that space in a very true way. So I've just was really standing in the middle of this very pure and clear duality of the possibility that we can exist in this plane. And as these humans is just magical whimsical beings where we, there's oneness and togetherness and even that we can disagree, you know and still find um, commonality or and still love each other even if we don't, Think the same way but and then on the other end of that was just you know this kind of very um heavy undercurrent of unhappiness and and the other thing i did that weekend was actually watch this documentary now it's called i am um which i watch back now and sometimes you look back at these early in your journey and you just kind of laugh at them but it was so pivotal at the time the question that the documentary begs is the same sort of question I was already questioning, which is like, why are we all so unhappy and why haven't we figured out what happiness really is and um, how are we going to answer these questions and how are we going to sort of heal as a humanity and and elevate above this sort of lower vibrational living and these, this sort of um, kind of placing money and fame and these other external, you know, fluff, if you will, on a pedestal and acting like that, that's what's going to really create happiness. And this documentary was all about like, I've achieved those things. This is like a very well-known producer who produces this documentary. He's done all the Jim Carrey movies. So he is, you know, kind of achieved all the fame and fortune. And he's like, this isn't it, you guys, it's not it. I'm telling you, you know, I was happier on a dirt floor than I was in my king bed in my mansion and um so there was something about there's sort of the the events that happened that weekend I came back and I was like I literally have absolutely no other option but to just dedicate my life to figuring answering these questions and so what that did then was just take me on the journey of answering it for myself well what makes me happy and how do I find a current of of truth within myself and what is even happiness you know because I don't believe that being happy all the time is like the point you know and um, and in some way it's kind of a bypass to like want to be happy all the time so even that question then kind of evolved into like well what what is the undercurrent it's well home frequency more so than anything of just knowing oneself and then being able to face life from a space of knowingness and truth and beingness versus like seeking happiness and always wanting to kind of avoid the discomfort that life is always going to bring and it's within the duality that you really learn yourself and you learn the lessons and you the spiritual path is just deeply entrenched in the discomfort and the pain and suffering because you learn so much from those spaces so it's not even about you know the, the answer to the question about happiness was like it's not about being happy all the time it's about learning yourself and finding that really fundamental level of beingness and I think that's kind of what the Buddha talks about a lot it's like you know when you figure it all out you're just going to tilt your head up to the sky and laugh because there's always going to be suffering there's always going to be happiness but you're the space between and your beingness is endless and infinite and untouchable in some way and when you can find that space that's the purest most fulfilled space ever so that was kind of the full (laughs) full context of the journey
0: I I love that but because like the thing that you just shared was being the space between and I had a call earlier today that was like being makes the change and so like now like I'm having this moment where like like the more that we can really just be right like be with the suffering be with the happiness and not attached to oh this is here this is here just be with it like we can really create that change that we're wanting within ourselves because I feel like Whatever it is that we want to create in our world, in our reality is a possibility, but it's because it's not happened yet because we have like just kind of created all this energy over here, all this energy over here, and we're kind of stuck and we're not knowing how to just be in this space here.
1: Absolutely, 100%. And that's—I agree with that so much that that truly is what I've dedicated my life to, which is meditation. If anybody ever asks me what advice do you have, it's just meditate because you can't achieve beingness if you're stuck in your mind. And the mind is the one place that's always going to take you away from beingness. So when you start to understand that and you start to navigate your thoughts and understand your mind, and and then you can actually get into beingness. But most people are avoiding beingness by being in their mind all the time. And their mind says, "Oh, we should be doing this. Check off." to do with eat, you know eat your three meals a day do all these things and it and, and what we don't realize is behind that is this sort of avoidance of self and self is just says I'm here now, and I have the availability and the capacity and the bandwidth to be present with what is in this moment, no matter what it is, right? And that's exactly what you're describing. It's just pure, unconditional, available beingness. And when you can reach that state, and this is why I talk often about like animals, for example, being kind of gurus in this capacity because they're just here, you know, they're not too worried about it. The cat's like got his back to the TV. He's just like waiting around, <laughs> basically meditation most of the time. He's gonna get his snacks and his cuddles and it's you know and and so what a beautiful representation of what's possible in being this now we are we have that possibility and then we also have this beautiful conscious mind that creates realities and worlds and futures and pasts. and so what if we could pair those together you know I don't ever want to bypass the power and the the magic of the mind but I think we've gotten a little stuck in our minds at this point so if we could scale back <laughs> we could use the mind for its actual purpose, which you know is so to speak to be a, a servant of beingness. And you know, to me, beingness is the closest thing you can get to divinity or to godliness because God, you know, is is in the space between and divinity is the space between. And it to arrive there and to be able to be in your body holds a space for that connection in a much different way than when you're trying to get there through the mind.
0: Mm, yes. So, so true. And like, even like, I feel like as, as you share, like the mind is this like powerful tool that we have, right? Like also like technology is a powerful tool that we have, like we're getting to connect here in different realities, but getting to be here with this space of technology. But there are places that we can, um, it distracts us, right? We can start to think about what others are seeing or what others are creating. And we get into this trap, just like our mind can trap us into having all these daily dues and all these things. And like, how is it that we can come back? And so we can come back with this space of just silencing the mind. Right. And so do you have any, um, any like tips for people that are like, Oh no, like I can't quiet my mind. Like, are there things that you could say like, okay, like even if it's, like a lot of times I share with people like, hey, 30 seconds, even if you can just like be just just think about all the things you're grateful for for 30 seconds, you know, that can be like a start. But I'm curious to know like what what you you have to share.
1: Yeah, very similarly to what you just said, I always say if you can just start with five minutes a day, because I think the thing is, people think that they're need, needing to To sit down and on the very first time they try meditation, they need to not be thinking. And I always say, you're going to literally sit and think for five minutes. And that might be the first year or two of your practice. If you even commit five minutes a day for a year, it may still be that by the end of the year, all you're doing is sitting and thinking for five minutes. But the truth about it is that it's so much about the intention and your willingness to even just sit and be with yourself. And it, you know, because so many people still find that weird or they're not comfortable there. And it's like, if you're not comfortable sitting with yourself, you should probably sit with yourself for 10 minutes, you know? truth is that you know we have all these whimsical expectations that you're going to right away get it and your mind's going to be totally silent for five to ten minutes and it's just not going to happen and that's not the point right and over time you find pauses and gaps and you find your breath and you find different ways of sort of being more in beingness but it takes a very long time to untrain the mind to think so much because that's what it does that's what it knows it's like building a totally new muscle right it's going to take time for it to sort of oh, wow, okay, new here, this is, okay, we're not doing, oh, we don't actually want to think, okay, so then what do we do? You know, it's like this whole journey into style. And so it's not supposed to look a certain way. And so to really eliminate any expectation around how your meditation practice looks and you know I hear all the time oh I can't oh no you absolutely can't if you can sit you could you can meditate that's it you know it's not about again it's really not about right away having zero thoughts it's really just about sitting down and being with yourself and starting to understand and feel and notice what comes up and where does the mind go and then eventually you can start to at least be aware of your thoughts as they travel off into various places and what are they pecking at and what's coming up internally and emotionally and so you're taking this full ride into yourself and it's all interconnected, right? Even if your mind's constantly going to your to do list for five minutes, it's like, well, maybe you have a little thing where you have a need to control things, or you feel like you need to get things done before you can feel accomplished or settled, right? So there's, it's all arrows pointing you to more of yourself. So it's not about sitting and silencing the mind. It's really about sitting. That's it. Whatever else comes up is exactly what needs to be there.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And I feel like the more that we can just like take that step right of just like okay I'm gonna sit with myself whatever comes up like then like it really is about retraining ourselves like being aware like because you and me may still have these moments where like the mind wanders but like now we're aware it's like oh the mind's wandering all right won't mind I'll allow you to wander and it's like we don't attach a story to it versus Before maybe there was this whole story and I I now projected a future self and I went down this whole rabbit hole just to understand that it's not really me. It's just these emotions that I have carried or believed through my entire life and now they're ready to be healed or brought up and to allow me to see it in a different way.
1: A hundred percent. I fully agree with that. And, you know, as as a meditation teacher, you know, some of the meditations I do lead are just like, you're going to, your mind is off again. Can you bring it back? Your mind is off again. Can you bring it back? On the other end of that, though, I always preface those types of classes when I lead a class like that to say, if it's going somewhere in particular that feels like there's something here for you, let it go, you know, because there's also so much information, right? If you're constantly if the same, the same memory keeps coming up or even songs or other things that sort of ping you to particular places in your life or particular s- states of, you know, being or experiences, right. It's, it's actually trying to probably heal something. So, you know, yes, keep coming back. If you're just going to like, am I having grilled cheese for dinner come back, you know, come back from that. But if, but if you're, continue, you know, wandering off to like a particular experience or if emotion is present, like, be in that, right? We don't want to also avoid it. And that's the thing about meditation is it's like just a mirror, right? Just a flat out mirror. It says, here you are. And this is where we're, what you have and where you are and, and to understand and how to be with yourself. And, you know, cause I, I, if you really look at it, so, so much inspired action, a lot of times is inspired from a space of like kind of avoiding the self. And so when you can then navigate to where, where you're actually in yourself. And inspired action comes from more of a place of just beingness and truth um, versus like, well, I don't want to be with myself. So I'm going to go do all these things. And then I'm going to accomplish all this stuff. So I can avoid having to be with myself. Or then we have these coping mechanisms or other ways that we simply avoid being with ourselves. Meditation says, no, just come home. Just, just sit with yourself for a second and see what happens. And it's not right or wrong. There's nothing bad. You have nothing to fear here. It's literally just you and whatever is there is just going to help you become more of yourself.
0: Mm, I love that so much. Yeah, that's, it's just like, we're coming back home, because we've been away, we've been distracted yes. for so long. And, and, and I yep. feel like even humanity, in this moment in time, like, even when you thought in 2012, like, I'm dedicating this to, <laughs> like, could you have imagined, like, where we are in this moment of like this pivotal time where it's so important for people to learn about meditation to really start coming back home to themselves, so that they don't get wrapped up into the the shadow aspects of all of us that are being shown to then allow us to come back home you know <laughs> absolutely
1: absolutely yes 100 percent and um you know my message just get get stronger every day and just I feel more confident and just telling people you know Cause I, I just, you know, I, I feel like they're so medicine, it, Meditation is the medicine in so many ways. And if just we all could just commit a little bit more to just doing this work on ourselves, boy, would we live in a different world pretty quickly. And so, you know, I think those of us who are kind of medicine people, medicine women, you know, I love the term goddess because it sort of is the integration of divinity in the human body and then your embodiment of that, however it looks. Um, I, I think we are kind of like all sort of like, all right, we're sort of starting to realize like, all this work we've done on ourselves and all the ways that we found our own purpose and our mission, now we're really kind of implementing that in a way to say, we're gonna lead humanity into a totally different direction. And I love to call that the new paradigm. And I really believe that's where we're headed. That everything that's happening right now is just sort of the destruction and the tearing of the tower card moment of humanity where everything sort of falls apart and the best possible way so that the Phoenix can really rise from these ashes.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm getting goosebumps as you say that cause it feels so true. my heart that each of us how we're connecting how we're trying to share this message um to others to really help people understand that it's not just you doing it it's not just me doing it there's so many of us out here trying to share the message of love and light to really pour that back into yourself to know that you have these gifts as well you know it's just like you have this embodiment i have this embodiment and everyone has their own special gift and the more that we can really help each other tap into that I feel like it will be a different world you know we won't be Absolutely. thinking what's the next news you know the next news is like <laughs> what did you learn about yourself today you know like <laughs> yeah. what what happened in nature when you sat out there for a little bit and came back and then all of a sudden you had all this creation flow that just came through just based on getting to be home with yourself you know a
1: hundred percent a hundred percent and boy would I I just hold this vision for that to be said a truth of humanity at, you know even in our lifetime that the news reports you know going to have seen a frog at the park like what did you learn from the frog you know what a day that would be that'll be amazing
0: <laughs> oh my gosh I I hold this in my heart as well because I every day I look up and I'm just like I'm embodying what I want to see you know and and so yes. are you and and the more that we come together and and really create this, I feel like. It's happening. It's now. Absolutely. And the truth is,
1: you know, to me, the the real power is authentic and inherent power. It's spiritual power where you found yourself and your vibration is what's powerful because you've cleared the lower vibrational energies and you're sort of really in your beingness and really in your truth and home frequency, right? And so if you think of the sort of shift in power that's happening, the powers that be right now, so to speak, are very externally motivated, right? It's all about kind of holding power and you have to have power over other people well to me real power you don't have to have power over anybody it's not really about that at all has nothing to do with that in fact the power empowers others versus takes away power from others so I think that's really going to be a shift and as you're saying like it's not about hey look like me and be like me it's like look like you and be like you but there's maybe ways to get in like meditation and healing yourself and this other sort of spiritual work you can do on yourself to become even more of yourself but it's never it's again going back to the very original point it's not a one-size-fits-all thing it's not about looking a certain way or following a certain set of rules or anything else that's going to kind of fit every being, it's every being as themselves in the kind of, you know, the context and the devotion to the greater good and the evolution of humanity and all of us sort of conjoining together to say, you know what, we're going to move into a higher wave being, and we're going to really connect into higher intelligence. And we're going to figure out what this means and really devote to that path. And it starts with the
0: self. Mm, Ah, I love that so much. And yeah, like it really, it really is true. The more that we are tapping into this like we're seeing it for ourselves you know we're seeing it ripple out and like the one thing that I love um is like I had this conversation with someone where like if we were all the same or all just all the same like it wouldn't we wouldn't get to be like the oneness that we are but getting to experience different aspects of ourselves right and so like getting to be a priestess or a a goddess or whatever it is that we're wanting to, to be like, we're all getting to experience it, you know, in, in one shape or form. And so that is the, the other beauty of it. It's like, even if like you see someone that you, you admire, you want to be like, you can be that too, but it's going to be your own essence. And just by looking up and seeing that you are then creating a ripple effect for someone else to bring that to them and creating this, this oneness effect, but this ripple of amazing creations through all of us, you know? A thousand percent. In fact, just the other day, just
1: laughably, but I was just kind of watching Beyonce and just her full power, you know, and, and, and when you look at someone like that, which who has just such immense power as a worldwide known name, you know, and you just notice her and her just true totality, you know, and, and so I just kind of closed my eyes and I just felt that power, you know, and it's exactly what you're, it's just, you know, it's, it's an embodiment of what's possible for everyone. Um, and, and a a remembering of what's possible for everyone, you know, and, and I do believe that that's For all people who have found their greatness and kind of live out their greatness, and even all the other little pings that you get throughout the day of something that reminds you of what's possible within yourself. And I really even believe that when it comes to love, say, you know, someone who you love and you adore, and you're sort of giving them that truth, when in fact, they're really just stimulating that experience within you and you can access it really at any time it's nice to have someone to think about to relate it to and it sort of brings it out a little quicker yeah. but at the same time it's nothing outside of yourself you know and that's what this bigger lesson here is that all of these experiences all of these people that you look to as celebrities or people who have achieved greatness or even love or these other things that we sort of ping externally are all just creating an inner state of being. And if you can hold that, you can be that right now. And you don't have to, you don't need anything outside of yourself to be whatever experience you're desiring. Right. And that's kind of the true fundamental experience around say law of attraction, or at least kind of creating and cultivating your own reality is that it's vibrational first, it's an experience first. So if you think that car is going to get you this experience that you want it, it can it's going to provoke that perhaps but you can also just get it now and imagine yourself and be in that space and then whatever's going to actually really fulfill that that vibration that you're seeking is going to be then attracted to maybe if it's not the car it might be something a little bit more you know worthwhile or spiritually satisfying in a different way so again it's it is exactly what you're saying. Just using all of these beautiful tools and these mirrors that just flood our realities as ways to just know yourself better and to create your experience within yourself and within your beingness right now.
0: Ah, yeah. And I mean, and, and it's interesting because like our bodies are this vibrational like frequency radio, right? So it's like, you're tuning your own radio, but like when we are really focused on our own vibration and Feeling it now, then it doesn't matter what happens outside. The outside is like the universe gifting you this surprise of like, oh, good job. You focus on your vibration and now we're going to give you something even better. And you don't have to know it, you know, and it's and I feel like that's the entire purpose of our reality is just really knowing ourselves at the core, not needing anything outside of us and then allowing ourselves to be gifted, that life is a gift, this breath is a gift, this conversation we're having, this technology, you know, all the things when you just start looking at how amazing everything is, you don't need anything else. And the more that we can tap into that, I feel like is the world is just going to be so beautiful where each of us can have these big houses and these in these amazing things that we're that we crave or want or, or look up to based on just us knowing that it's possible within us right now.
1: Absolutely. 100%. Cheers to
0: that. Yes. Yes. And so how can, <laughs> um, how can everyone find you? Absolutely. How yeah, can everyone, I
1: am. Yeah. Um, Instagram and Twitter at the Sole Romero S O B S O L E R O M E R O. My website is Sole Romero.com. I do, do um healing work in the Southern California area in person and otherwise virtually. Reiki is my foundation, but I just kind of call myself an energy worker now because as you evolve as a healer, it just kind of becomes your own work. So um I also teach meditation classes both in San Diego and LA and um, Uh, do privates and and such otherwise so yeah if you go to my site you can find the link to do all these things i do some spiritual coaching and um energy reads and and other kind of fun stuff too so all those things are available through my site or my socials
0: Mm, i love that oh so please connect with her Dive to dive into more to yourself because she is just an aspect of you. <laughs> and so you can Good achieve time. all the things that she has achieved. And um, thank you so much, Soleil, for being here, for sharing the wisdom, for this amazing conversation to remind us all to tap back into ourselves to create the reality that we want.
1: My absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me. And thank you sincerely for the work that you're doing. It's just
0: unmatched. Mmm, thank you, thank you. And bye for now.